0: Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ, and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jams, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from
1: nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear.
0: On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
1: Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. Welcome to another episode of My Drunk Movie Theater. I'm Kyle Sutton.
0: I'm Trisha Campbell.
1: And sorry about the delay. We, we, I think there's something going on with our, with our connection today, because we've uh, been kind of off for the last few minutes trying to, trying to get ready for the show. Ah! Stop that alarm! Okay, it's going to be one of those days. Anyway, uh, between, between this and the dogs, I don't know how this episode's going to go. <laughs> so, bear with us, guys. Uh... All right, so, uh, <laughs> so on Twitter this week, I posited a question to everybody, and first off, I want to thank everybody that responded. Um, you know, it, it's nice to get, to get actual votes on polls and whatnot, and, and I feel like we're going to continue doing that uh, as we go forward with this show. Uh, but the question that I posited, so, was basically this you uh you are late to a movie that you are coming to see um how late are you going to allow yourself to be i have to go find the original tweet hold on a second sorry i should have been better prepared i told you it's gonna be a mess of a show today so bear with me trisha okay, I I you know, i'm just it.
0: sitting here sipping my hot cocoa
1: yeah 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 let's see where did it go should should i start
0: humming the jeopardy theme song
1: nope you shouldn't i got it right here okay so uh yeah so i asked uh what's the latest you guys will show up for a movie and so i gave you the options of like 10 minutes after showtime 15 20 30 or more those were your options and i just want to thank 94 percent of you for being sensible and showing up after now again showtime so i need to verify or to to clarify here if you go to a seven o'clock movie the movie's not actually going to itself start at 7 o'clock. That means the trailers are going to start okay. at 7 o'clock. Think of it as going to a concert and, you know... The, so you the think, show starts at 7 exactly. o'clock. So, or like going to a concert. It says 7 o'clock for, for when the show is supposed to start. Mm-hmm. That means the opener's going to be there. In this case, our opener okay. is always trailers. So, yeah. you're not going to see the actual movie until 15. So, anyway... Ninety-four percent of you. So eighty-five. Or we'll start off. Eighty-five percent of you said ten minutes after showtime. That's actually great. I know. I know there's quite a few people that just don't care about seeing the previews because anymore they feel like trailers just give away too much. Um, and then there's those of you. This was a small, much smaller percent. Uh, was nine percent of you said fifteen minutes after showtime. So that's basically right when the movie's going to start, or at yeah. least for us. I know certain chains out there have said. They would only, you know, they'll do, like, 20 minutes, and I've seen it, and it sucks, because I'm like, okay, I've seen enough, like, coming attractions, let's get to the damn movie.
2: Uh,
0: We generally do four trailers every now and then on big movies, you have five, so four or five is common for us. Right, but I have seen, we have done as many as, like, six before, which we're always like, no, 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 us us too many. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like five is pushing it for people's attention spans. I feel like four is a good number. Yeah. Enough to give you a couple movies that you're excited about, give a little bit of a leeway time for people who, you know, have to go to the bathroom last minute, want to get a refill on their popcorn, or just running late, good to go.
1: Yeah um yeah so that 10 to 15 minutes that's that's about the latest i will show up for a movie mm-hmm. granted you and i work we watch after hours so. I,
0: I don't even like doing 10 I, i'd prefer to keep it under five if it was me
1: oh I'm, I'm with you like but i like my previews i do too but if i'm being pressed for time and i'm like okay i'm not gonna make it before that but i know i can make it before yeah. the, end of the trailers we're okay with that yeah uh but i did want to read off some of the actual like responses that i got uh let's see. So this is from uh another these are all gonna be mostly from other podcasts. Somebody said, uh, super familiar with the Wilsons. They said previews last at least twenty minutes, but we won't go after the actual film starts. So that's about that twenty minute time frame. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um Conspiracy Clearinghouse podcast. They said if I am late, I don't go in. That's cool too um uh, sean and chris from dad and rock podcast said uh none of the times fit for me if i can't be 15 to 30 minutes early i'll pick another showing uh which,
0: <laughs> we, which we, we, that's that's us
1: yeah uh and on call pod uh is another one they also have responded to that and said i prefer to be there in plenty of time i like i like to need a refill of popcorn by the time the movie is about to start got to get all the movie trivia on like that's cool <laughs>
0: Maybe um, it's my social anxiety, but I'd rather get there, get my snacks, pee, and be in a seat without having to walk past anybody. Right. Or have the potential to annoy somebody. Yeah. Uh, so in and settled before the preview start and before too many people are there.
1: Yeah. I, uh, no, back before we had, or before reserved seating kind of became a thing, mm-hmm. I was adamant we need to get there at least an hour before the movie because I want to make sure I have the perfect spot to sit like or if it's a big movie Uh,
0: i i haven't forgotten waiting in line for star wars when we were supposed to just go check when the line starts
1: well i'm sorry okay so that brings me to the next point so that was back in big premieres the theater that we went to did not have reserved seating yet if they had it wouldn't have been as big a deal so we did get there for the force Awakens. Uh,
0: i was gonna say that was episode seven right
1: Yes, that was Force Awakens, and that was about five, six hours before showtime.
0: I think I had about 40% battery on my phone, and I had not brought anything with me yet because we were supposed to literally just go check to see if there was a line yet, and then we were going to go do other stuff. Yes. Which okay. I was going to, you know, grab a book, charge my phone, et cetera, and no, we got there, and there was already a line, so we got in line, and uh, yeah, it was it was a long afternoon.
1: Which, I'm glad we did get in line when we did, though, because you saw uh, how it well, was yeah, yeah. as the as the day progressed. Um, I've also done, uh, what was it? I'm not
0: saying it was the wrong choice. I'm just saying yeah. I wish that I had been more prepared.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Uh, there was another time, Crystal and I, it was, um, we went to see the Dark Knight Trilogy when Dark Knight Rises was premiering. And so we got there at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, just to to double check and things hadn't opened up yet. So we went and grabbed lunch across the street and came back. And this is like in the middle of July. So like people had actually started lining up closer to noon when we got over there, the the theater would not find a spot for us to line up inside the building. They made us line up out in the, the parking lot in the middle of the hot damn sun like, right down the middle of the parking lot. And I'm just like, are you serious? Like, Crystal's, like, having a conniption fit because she's worried about either us or somebody else having a fucking heat stroke out there. Yeah. Um, Which, luckily, Mm -hmm. when we got in line, like, there were people that were kind enough that we were all like, gentlemen's agreement. We need to run and grab chairs because this is really uncomfortable standing here Mm -hmm. for this extended amount of time. And they were like, yes, you guys go get chairs. We will hold your spot when you get back. And so that was kind of the cool thing. Like yeah. everybody's like, yeah, we won't, we won't screw you out of your spot. So
0: for anyone listening that's not familiar with the weather around here in July, someone's going to come and be like, well, in Texas, it's, you know, I, I get it. Get the fuck
1: wow. up about the dry heat is all I got to
0: say. Here in Kansas city in July, typically you're looking at at least 95 degrees and about 90% humidity. Oh! It's, it's like walking through soup. Yeah. That's on the stove. It's hot. It's humid. It's gross. Yep. Yeah. It's and
1: like, they're asking
0: you to sit out in it for hours to wait for a movie.
1: Yeah, there were a lot. That's of
0: how people, people die.
1: Yeah, we. There were a lot of people who were very vocal about how annoyed they were by the whole situation, and we could sit here and say first world problems and all of that. but I'm sitting there going, yeah, no, that could create a real medical condition. Yeah. That you Don't want to deal with. So. And like, I know we've, we've had to set up for, for early, you know, you know, big events like that too, but we've always lined people up inside. The yeah. Building. We've
0: always had people inside. The, yeah. the only thing that sucked is we weren't allowed to let them sit on the floor. Um, we used to, we used to say we didn't care, but then we had the the fire chief come in with his daughter for, I think it was a Twilight premiere. Yeah. See the Twilight or Harry Potter, one of the two. And he actually went up to the GM at the time and was like, Hey, FYI. Uh, If you get caught letting these kids sit on the floor, you're going to get in trouble. That's a fire hazard. Yeah. So we had to start not letting people sit on the floor. And we would get yelled at a lot for it. Always fun. Yeah. But at least we didn't make them wait outside.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the fucking hot, dead-ass summer.
0: We would just say you can't sit on the floor and please don't block another auditorium
1: so and here's the thing the theater in question on this one because i'm not dropping names about chains and whatnot because i don't want to call anybody out even though i really could uh it's a massive theater there were plenty of places to line people up inside the building it's
0: was completely... it this was it the same one we saw star wars in or was it
1: you mean star trek no okay no, sorry we- so we saw Star
0: Wars closer. Star Wars.
1: This one was we were all-
0: literally just talking about Star Wars.
1: I know, I know. I was thinking about where we saw, because like you asked me, I'm like, no, you and I went to see Star Trek at this other one on the other side of the state line. Yeah, no. Sorry.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Sorry. We, I wasn't even thinking of that one. I was thinking yeah. of another one that we went and saw Star Trek in. That's another chain, but either way, either way, it's the one we saw Star Wars in or it's the one we saw Star Trek in?
1: It's the one we saw Star Trek in.
0: Cat. that chain. doesn't surprise me
1: i'll tell you this same chain but yeah. again yeah, yeah, yeah. other side of the state line <laughs> so anyway
0: uh i got you i got you now
1: yeah so everyone back- uh,
0: everyone listening is like what the fuck are they talking about
1: they're like god damn it's they just started drinking yes, <laughs> yes. Judge me. i don't care sorry anyway
0: uh, it's my day off yes so granted i have five they said it was a week right, now but whatever hold on.
1: so hold on let me just let me just kind of clarify for everybody listening the theater that we saw star trek in and that my wife and i went to see the dark Knight trilogy at the one that would not let us line up inside the building uh this this building is twice the size of ours and ours is a 16 screen
0: it's massive
1: it is huge so um, and it's
0: not even the biggest one this chain has in the area
1: no no. There's a bigger one. Is there?
0: Uh-huh.
1: We'll talk about it later.
0: <laughs> Unless we're thinking of two different ones. We might be thinking
1: of two different ones. So, um, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, here's one from uh, At Mousewings. They actually shared a story with us, and they said, I somehow misjudged the time and showed up late for Harry Potter's first film as a kid. Was really annoyed and whiny enough a fellow filmgoer <laughs> rightfully shushed me. <laughs> another i wanted to rewatch mouse hunt for the second or third time and the theater box office attendant informed us the film was already playing which was very kind of her my parents decided to not go and we just left i'd not go to a film if i was late back when i went to them i like to arrive 15 to 20 minutes early at least perfect um movies
0: 15 minutes is kind of the sweet spot in my opinion
1: yeah uh movies after work said even if i've already seen a movie i don't go after it starts i feel like i could spend hours talking experiences working movie theaters i just don't know how happy or sad i would feel after uh which i said we do it every week and it amuses us for the most part and then there are days where it's just infuriating uh let's see uh so what happens next podcast they said 10 by a rule unless i want to really see it then maybe 15 if it's popular and i can count on
0: previews lasting that long um that's 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 fair
1: yes the uh, bigger
0: the movie the more likely there are to be longer trailers because yes. every studio wants their trailer true. on big movies
1: it's true uh let's see uh film file uk actually said none of the above even just a minute and i'd cancel plans and reschedule for another day <laughs> and i'm sitting there going y'all are drastic but okay
0: uh and this one was we nice. appreciate you though we
1: do we do because yeah i'll get to that in a second so So somebody else, uh, Brewing Up Rants podcast, tweeted out to us, none of the above, I don't miss previews, so I'd just be out money, I guess, to which I finally responded and said, you could always swap to a different showtime or ask for a refund or readmit, no need to be out money. Um, But the whole point of that was, I I just, first off, I want to thank you guys for responding, Uh, (laughs) but... I also we appreciate you as as customers if you were to come to our theater and you know you weren't showing up late and all that. That's the kind of people that we want to show up to the movies and here's why I bring that up. So last Saturday night, I had a, a couple kids show up to see it in in our MX4D theater. The showtime was at like 7:30. They showed up at 8:20 they'd already purchased tickets they were high as shit as well but that's that's neither here nor there um, and they bought like concessions and everything so i you know i'm not we're not too good to take their money I, i'm yeah. not going to say that at all especially not these days but they showed up 50
0: minutes late even with a full 15 to 20 minutes of trailer. which there's not because our retro titles only have two or three. two, two tra- trailers on it i think most of them do especially since every time a movie announces it's switching to streaming we have to pull all those trailers and with so many movies being pushed back we're extremely limited in how many trailer options we have so the new movies are going to have lots of trailers but a lot of our retros only have a couple so there's maybe 10 minutes of previews on there if that right so they probably were a solid 40 minutes in now you might sit there and be like well it was it was it that's that's a what, three-year-old movie two-year-old yeah. old movie i don't remember yeah. the exact year three-year-old yeah, three three-year-old movie they've probably seen it before but they haven't missed anything okay okay there but there's also another layer to this that i didn't even know because you hadn't said before now is that it was mx4d right so this there is, moving. there's an inherent danger and i am not exaggerating when i use the word danger to going into an MX4D movie when the movie is already running because those seats could be moving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's like imagine trying to get in or out of a roller coaster while this roller coaster's running.
1: Yeah. Is
0: it that severe?
1: No, but is no, it? No,
0: but is, it gives you an idea. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're especially carrying concessions. You're trying to get into a moving target. Right. You don't know when you know you you go to sit down and it pitches forward unexpectedly.
1: Yeah.
0: Well. Like, yeah. And you've missed all the warnings and all the safety because there's there's the uh, little clips that run before the movie starts that tells you all the safety precautions. Right. So you've missed all those.
1: Yeah. That you want to keep your 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 feet on the on the rest bar. That you want to make yeah. sure that you're,
0: you know, in. Which, your... you know, they bought their tickets online, so technically they agreed to all those. But let's be real, no one reads them. Yeah. Uh, so we're not liable if you know you try to sit down and the seat pitches forward and you go flying into the half wall in front of you. That's not our fault. Yeah, You can't come after us. You agreed. Yeah, But she didn't read. Not our problem.
1: Exactly. And I know they definitely didn't read the warning sign as they walked into the theater that's on no. the left-hand side. No. Uh, again, they were baked as shit. So, <laughs> whatever. Like, go have fun. Uh, but yeah, you've missed 40 minutes of the movie. But the other factor to that, though, uh, and this is something that I appreciate Alamo Draft House uh, doing, and this actually dates back to um Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, and so and that is is that you're going to wind up disrupting other people when you come into the movie that late. Uh, yes. When Alfred Hitchcock did it, he said, "I'm doing it because I don't want other people to be disrupted, and I you don't want to miss this movie anyway. You want to see it from the beginning because obviously there's a big twist at the end. You need to see it from start to finish. And so one his rule was once the movie starts, you can't be admitted." That was 1960 so that was a one time thing. But Alamo Draft House, and I think we actually had this conversation about Dave Batista several months ago, or last year actually, uh about a chain that also doesn't uh doesn't allow people to to get into the movie once it started. Mm-hmm. Um which I can appreciate. Now granted, five minutes after the movie starts, whatever, but like fifteen minutes after the movie starts, yeah, okay. 40 minutes into it, you are disrupting other people. There's no way around it. Like, you were going to yeah. disrupt a bunch of people that are trying to watch their film. And that's why I, again, I always got there early anyway. Um, yeah. Just because I want to get there for the best seat. I want to make sure I can get my snacks, get all that, get settled in. Yeah, enjoy the movie trivia or whatever ads they're playing beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that those are important to me, but I, really the important thing is the seat. I need the perfect seat when I'm watching the movie. So,
0: also don't be that person that when they, the the movie theater employee goes, "Well, you're you know this movie's like five ten minutes in." Don't go. Well, am I missing anything important?
1: The answer is always hey.
0: Yes. Yeah, the answer is always yes. Hey, but first of all, that employee might not be able to tell you because contrary to popular belief, we do not see every single movie exactly that comes out. We see the ones we're interested in, and, and the ones we have time for. We, ha- I, there's lots of people. Pre-pandemic, we had lots of people that this was not their only job. It's not uncommon for somebody to have, you know, a, a full-time 95 job, and then pick up this job for a little extra side cash. So they yep. don't necessarily have time to watch movies. And not everybody is us <laughs> who's obsessed with movies and can answer most of your questions. Right. But also, the, it just makes you look the, like a dad. Filmmaker didn't make it so the first 10 minutes are meaningless. They yeah. intended for you to see the whole movie. Right. So yes, it is important. You should watch the whole movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, like I will tell you every single time, yes, the, like, the first 10 minutes of movie of a movie should set everything up for you, get the characters introduced, get the story kind of rolling and all that. Like, why would you yeah. want to miss that? First off, and secondly, you paid for the ticket. Why would you want to basically not get your money's worth because you missed trailers in the first ten minutes mm-hmm. of the movie? I get missing trailers. I get it. Like, yeah. that I can understand. I don't, I don't necessarily agree because I like watching the previews. But I get it. Like, not everybody wants to sit through all that. But you definitely
0: want to be there when the movie starts. Also, don't be that person that shows up 30 minutes after the, the scheduled start time and go, well, it's just trailers, right? No. If you are that person, I can guarantee you, the person that you've said that to has talked shit about you the second yep. you walked away. I guarantee it because it was one of those things that pisses us off.
1: And I can guarantee no,
0: you. it's not trailers. There's not a half. Now I've had someone come in 45 minutes past the showtime and ask if they can still get in. Which I mean, I, I I can't speak for other chains, but our chain generally your money's good. So if you're willing to go in halfway through a movie and throw away your money, we'll take it. Yeah. But if you show up, I had someone show up like 40 to 45 minutes after the show time. And again, I will let you in, but I will make sure you are 100% aware of what you've missed. And I will say, you know, yes, but it's probably about a half an hour in. And they're like, well, that's just trailers, right? No, it's a half hour into the movie. Well, yeah, trailer. No. No. It is a half no. an hour into the movie. Well, there's like 30 minutes of trailers in there. No. 10 to 15 maybe 20 depending on the movie and the chain.
1: Yeah. And if you're talking to one of us, odds are one of us did the trailers and we know exactly how much time is on there.
0: I've been I've been in charge of film work for years. Trust me, I know how this works. I know I, I maybe not be able to list off the exact trailers that are on any given movie because my memory's not that good. But I know that generally there's 45 and I'll be able to tell you. No, there's like 12 minutes of previews on this one. You've yeah. missed the movie. Yeah, but also
1: it just it makes you sound like a dick whenever you just sit there and say, well, it's just trailers, right?
0: Well, yeah, but even still, like if it was just it, trailers, I wouldn't bother to warn you. Right. I would just be like, yeah, you're good. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're they're
1: always asking and I'm sitting there going.
0: Yeah. People will be like, is it has it started yet? Well, OK, first of all, we don't have some magical listing of the exact time something starts to know whether it started or not. All we have is a guesstimate, which I've I've had frontliners tell me that customers have gotten mad at them because they told them, well, you should still be able to catch it and then they miss it.
2: And
0: when they try to come back and get mad at the frontliner. Well, we don't have some magical button that tells us what what time it's starting. All we have is a the estimate of 10 to 15 minutes of trailers, and we will go based on that. Also, um if we tell you it's probably starting right now, that doesn't mean you have time to get concessions and go pee and go in and, and catch it. Yeah. If we say it's probably starting right now, that means it is starting right now while you were standing at this counter. Yeah. Which means by the time you get concessions and you go pee and you get your kids all peed and wash their hands, you're going to be probably five to ten minutes into the movie and you can't come back and get mad at us for that.
1: Yep. But Yeah. Yeah, it, just, it was one of those things that I saw, it and it drove me nuts. And then it happened again the next night, and you were actually with me on this one. Uh, so we'd already closed down. So our last show was
0: at 7.30. Yeah, we, we only have a later end on Fridays and Saturdays oh, so right this, now. This is on a Sunday. So this is on a Sunday, so our last show was 7.30.
1: Right. So last show was at 7.30. We close 15 minutes after showtime. That means we're taking the money, we're counting everything down, all that. So you're not getting your money back if that's what. Uh,
0: Pre pandemic, we'd usually keep one out a little longer, but with as dead as we are right now, there's no. really no point.
1: No. Yeah. Usually, usually it's about 20 minutes at most, but yeah, 15 is yeah. about, about our standard. Uh, and if you really, you know, like I said, if we're dead as disco, I'll, I'll even pull it 10 minutes after. Like, I just don't care. Anyway, so we're there. We had already gotten the money done.
0: I'd clean Because yeah, I think. I pulled the bar drawer at like seven forty five, counted it, came back for the other drawer, yeah counted it, did the deposit, closed out the day, you know, made up the deposit slip, put everything in the bag, put all the the drawers away, you know, closed the safe, did everything I needed to do, and went back out. And it was probably pushing eight fifteen. Yeah. When I went back out and I sat down at the bar to wait for shows to get out.
1: Right. So you and I are sitting there waiting for shows to get out. Yeah. 830. 830 rolls around. And these three boys walk in, because I don't know. You said you'd lock the doors. But they yeah, said Yeah, I did,
0: because before, when I when I went to pull the second drawer, I went ahead and locked the doors and then went and pulled yeah. the second drawer. So but our doors are old and notoriously if people sometimes people will leave and they don't latch all the way. Which is why we always have to check the doors at yeah. the end of the night, even if we locked them ahead of time.
1: Yeah. So we're sitting there at the bar and these three boys walk in teenagers and I just look at them and I go, can we help you? You know,
0: we, we just keep in mind the lights in the concession stand are off. Off. Yeah. Like, like we're, we're sitting in the dark.
1: Yeah. All indicators are we're closed. So I, I sit there and go, can we help you? And they go, well, yeah, we were, we were wanting to see, wanting to see the last movie at night. And I go, it started 45 minutes. Like, literally after previews and all that 45 minutes ago and they go really yeah we're closed and they go we can't buy a ticket to it and i go no we're closed like what part of that did you not understand and so anyway well then so they they wind up like stopping charging their phone on a wall outlet for a minute and then leaving and then about 10 minutes later these two girls that were in the last movie of the night
0: came out. Which is which is like a, a festival movie that pretty much no one is going to. And I sold them their tickets and they'd asked about War with Grandpa first. Yeah. And there was a handful of people in there and they kind of were like, mm, what about this one? And it was empty and that's the one they went with. So I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. I guarantee you're not interested in this movie about an Asian girl who becomes a country star
1: yes so So,
0: yeah so they walk out yeah one of them walk
1: out and are asking well hey uh we've got we've got some friends that are supposed to be meeting us here and i said okay did you already buy a ticket for them they go well no and i go okay well we've already closed for the night so they're not getting in and she's like and i immediately know who it is it's the three boys she goes oh okay well she leaves and goes back to her movie and then she comes back and asked how much longer is left in the movie because they didn't enjoy it. Huh. Shocker.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's why you go to a movie you want to see instead of just find an empty theater where I can guarantee y'all were gonna jack off.
1: Right. So
0: And probably cause mess.
1: Yes. Well well considering that the night before they came to see Coco and well Oh yeah, they
0: complained about the prices. Yeah, they complained about the
1: prices too.
0: Because she asked for two tickets and I gave her the price which was like 20-something. I don't want to get too specific. (laughs) Yeah. And she kind of looked at me and she goes, well, last night it was only 17. Well, our retro titles are cheaper. Yeah. This is a new movie. It's more expensive. It's our normal price. Yeah. Oh. So they had to dig out all of their, the two of them had to dig out all their pennies and all their loose change. Right. Yeah. All their, all their little dollars stashed away in random places.
1: Yeah, to which I say at that They were
0: teenagers.
1: Yeah, if they have to, if you, if, that's my thing. If you have to dig for, like, scrounge up the change to get what you, you're wanting, maybe you should just go ahead and leave it alone and go home. <laughs> Personally. That's just my thought. But hey, here we are. So yeah. Uh, so that was our big pet peeve for last week, and I, I just had to throw it up to, to the Twitterverse and see what happens. So thank you guys for responding, and Thank you to the great grand bunch of you that said, will we show up early or not at all? Or we try to show up within like that first 15 minutes after showtime. Thank you. We appreciate Uh, you. To you people that, that are okay with showing up 30 minutes after the showtime, we need to have a chat. Like, I mean, we just did. And I hope you understand now how annoying that shit is. But, you know, you do you, baby boo. So... Anyway, uh, speaking of last weekend, I uh, <laughs> I got to deal with asshole kids and freeloaders. Are you ready for this story or stories? Yep. All right. So Saturday night, I'm working with uh, one of our younger managers in 2.0. And uh, anyway, we we wound up having to, to sell tickets to this group of kids. They went to see New Mutants, uh, which fine. There was nobody else in it sure they've shown up like 20 minutes late go figure but again we're not too good for anybody's money (laughs) for the week yeah we're not too good for anybody's money so yeah we'll take your money so especially if it's an empty theater especially if it's an empty theater yeah y'all go ahead so anyway well they bought concessions like they all you know bought large popcorns breeze you know the the freeze thingies (laughs) all that uh candy well,
0: then... Crap, crap, I used a, a brand-specific yeah. name. <laughs>
1: no, I know. Anyway, so they they go to their movie, and we're closing up for the night. So I take the, the drawers, like, get everything counted up. They come back out while I'm dealing with that and start complaining to 2.0 and the other manager about the movie and how awful it is. And I'm going, okay, I'm sorry you don't like the movie, but... So they want to know if they can switch to another movie or get a refund. Well, everything else is already well into the movie because again, we're closed. So no, we can't do a swap and no, we've already closed for the night so we can't even do a swap anyway. We can't, so can we get a refund? No, did you not hear the part
0: where we're closed? We
1: closed for the night. So no, you're done. You, you're out. Apparently they started bitching about the candy prices too and how expensive they were. And I'm just sitting there as, I, as this is all being relayed back to me. I just go, well, if you don't like it, you shouldn't don't buy it in the first place. Like, sorry about you. You know,
0: when, when, when you're when you're buying stuff, there's there's a little screen in front of you and it lists everything you're buying and how much it costs. And you could look at it and go, Oh, that's expensive. I don't want
1: Yeah. But no. That's fine. Yeah, no, you you, you decided that, that the price was not a deal breaker forty minutes ago. Sorry. So anyway, so they, they go back to the movie. Then they come back out. A couple of them go to the bathroom, and then several of the boys go, and they're all boys, all teenagers, go to the other side of the theater and start wandering around over there. To which I tell the other two, hey, let them know... Go back
0: to your movie or get out of the building. Yeah, like,
1: you, you ain't got many options at this point. Well... I don't know that they ever, well, they did wind up going back to their movie, but it was questionable. I wound up making the bank run. Come back. They're not causing any more havoc. Well, as long as I can tell. Anyway, well, finally their movie ends, they leave. So we get to the end of the night. Theater's are letting out. We go in and start cleaning up the theater. And Trisha, I swear on Oh, sorry. My dogs are acting up here. I swear I will just wring the neck. I have posted pictures of some of the messes we've had to clean up. This one was just ridiculous because not only did they throw a bunch of popcorn like down the steps on one side of the auditorium. Riker, enough, buddy. Daddy's trying to record. Uh, Not only did they leave a bunch of popcorn like on the stairs and in the rows and all that, they went through the back two rows and started reclining the seats back all the way. Like, ooh, you really got us, guys. Damn, we have to go and hold down buttons for another two minutes. You wasted two minutes of our time. Oh, you got us. You got us real good, but hey, we still got your fucking money. I don't know what to tell you. Well, then, to add to my annoyance with this group of kids, earlier in the night, again, before we closed, had a dude come up and had uh, was talking to joey joey's been on the show before is talking to joey and says hey i you know had a couple of large cups we dropped them they're they're busted i threw them away can we get some replacements joey says no we can't do that you know not without a receipt or anything like that or at least the busted cups that way we can write it off so dude just winds up getting a couple of of our courtesy cups and I'm sitting there watching this whole thing go on because I'm sitting at the bar you know, just trying to eat something for dinner real quick, and I'm just going,
0: what the hell is this guy up to? Because hmm. I will say, our cups are pretty well made. Like, it's, it's very rare yeah. that there's any sort of default in our cups. Right. Every now and then you get one that has, like, a hole or something that didn't see it right on the side. But generally, you notice that right away. So, But if you come back to us with a 44-ounce cup that has nothing but half-melted ice in the bottom and tell me that it leaked, you're full of bullshit. Yeah. Plain and simple.
1: So, the story gets better. Well, anyway. So, he walks away after getting his courtesy cups and goes, and fills them up, I'm assuming with pop because I'm sure he didn't get water. Uh, and I look at Joey and the other manager and I go, what the fuck was that? And they go, we're not sure. Like, I said, did anybody sell him a ticket? And they go, I don't remember seeing him earlier. Like, like Joey's like Adam. I did not sell to him, so I don't remember this guy at all. And and the other manager's going, I didn't I deal with him. I'm going, I'm Which
0: going, you know, okay. back when we used to do several thousand a day, that wasn't unusual. But right, our, our biggest day has been maybe three hundred.
1: Yeah. So so, so yeah. So I'm sitting here. I do really
0: remember people.
1: Yeah, I'm already suspect of these people or this guy, and I'm just going all right, it's late and I don't care anymore, whatever. Well, so, so the other manager looks it up, of course, you know, as we're closing down and goes, yeah, so that guy with the cups is sitting in the second row of number nine. And I go, okay. I said, how'd you figure that out? And he goes, well, I walked in there. And that's where I saw him and some old lady that also walked in not long after he came up to talk to us about the cups. And he goes, and I checked the, uh, the seating map and found nobody had bought tickets for that row. I'm going, okay. And I so I said, do we want to be dicks and just go ahead and bust them? Or. And just
0: just go on and turn the projector off.
1: Well, no, they weren't the only ones in there. Otherwise, I no. would have. You know I would have. So I said, okay. We're just. I haven't
0: good. done that before, but I've had to deal with the aftermath of that happening before.
1: Yeah. So um, anyway, so I said, well, I'm not going to shut it off, and I don't feel like going and hounding them for tickets. So because they could, it's it's just as plausible they could have, you know, just moved up front because they, they wanted to be up there instead, but whatever. Not likely, but possible. Yeah. Well, anyway, I wish I had. I wish I'd been super douche and gone in there and said, I need your tickets. Oh, you don't have tickets? Get the fuck out. Because we went in to clean the auditorium as they were leaving. As they were leaving. Right? They left behind not just, like, a few wrappers of outside candy like you know the trick-or-treat shit that's going on right now no they left like walmart sacks of candy and paper bowls and shit like that and i'm just going apparently they dug out a couple t- popcorn bags from the trash Ugh. and that was amongst their trash disgusting. right disgusting absolutely disgusting and they left it all especially now yeah, oh, yeah, it's absolutely gross. Uh, but as they're leaving, they left, all, like, we're in the auditorium with them. They're the last two to leave. Other manager on duty, I swear, I thought he was going to lose his shit. And he just goes, thanks for cleaning up after yourselves, guys. Appreciate it. They ran out. Like, they got out, <laughs> out of Dodge pretty quick. But they did. They left behind candy, or, like, wrapped candy in bags, like three or four bags worth of shit. And I just said, well, they're not coming back for it. And if they are, fuck them. They can go dig it out just like they did the popcorn. Toss it. So we did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Never been so – like, it's one thing. Okay, you want to sneak into a movie and be cute. Okay, do it when we're busy as shit and back in the day, not, not during a pandemic. One. Right. Two, don't – if you want to smuggle in candy, I don't give a shit. But at the very least, actually come and buy something from the theater that you're at. Something. Something. A bag of popcorn, just, just to show a little bit of support. I know our shit's expensive. I have had this complaint before, but for the love of God,
0: don't be a freeloading fucker. I, we've probably talked about it on the show, but I'm going to have this conversation again. Every time someone tries to complain to me about concession prices, I explain how exhibition works. Yeah. And how we make our money. Nine times out of ten people are like, oh, I didn't know that, or I'm sorry. There's always that one dick that's like, well, I don't care. It's too expensive. Yeah. When you go to a movie theater and you purchase your ticket, depending on the deal that that theater made, Mm -hmm. we don't get to just show these movies for free. Right. We have to pay film rental. Now, if you're going to, say, a Marvel movie in the first weekend, guarantee you probably, and I'm, I don't have specific numbers, so I'm just guesstimating, guarantee you 90 to 95% of that money that you just paid to go see that movie is going straight into Disney's pocket. Yeah. Not ours. So your $10 ticket, we're making maybe 50 cents. So... That doesn't keep the lights on. That, that doesn't keep us running. Think about the electricity bill of a theater. Yeah. So how do we make our money? Food sales. Yeah. Concessions. You talk about, oh, well, it, popcorn is such a ridiculous markup. Yeah, because we have to make all of our money there. We don't make significant percentage on tickets until it's, you know, three, four plus weeks into the run. And by then it's hardly doing any sales. Right. So we're still not making a whole lot. So we make our money by you going back there and buying that, that popcorn, that, you know, that drink, et cetera, et cetera. Why do you think theaters are more likely to give you a free ticket than free concessions when something goes wrong?
1: True. It's like we have, no, no, no. When we have those-, those. Because they
0: want you to come back and not pay another ticket.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially if that means you'll come back and you'll buy more concessions. Right. That's how we make our money. That's how we stay alive. That's why all these people that are like, I'm so happy back in the theater and we're here to support you. And then they buy a ticket and go straight into the theaters with the free water cup. We're like, you're not helping us.
1: Yeah. You're not supporting us. You're not
0: supporting us. You're not doing shit.
1: Yeah. So, and I buy
0: concessions.
1: Don't get me wrong. I love a freebie just as much as the next yeah. guy. I really do. But even then I usually wind up still buying something as a, as a, more show of gratitude than i actually yeah. want to pay for something you know just about
0: every chain has some sort of loyalty program these days
1: right ours is no different
0: yeah and they will get you it's not going to get you constant freebies but it'll give you the occasional freebie as a thank you yeah so you spend so much money you get something back like exactly you, you you scratch our back we'll give you we'll give you a little something in return like just find a chain that you like join their loyalty program and stay loyal to them It'll help it help us in the long run, and you still get something out of it.
1: Exactly. So and uh, just don't right,
0: expect every something every single time you go. Please, that's no, annoying.
1: No, and quit asking if you have any any rewards on your rewards point thing. Like we'll tell you if you have one. Don't worry. If I see something, I'll let you know. So because I'd rather you go ahead and take your five dollar freebie either for consent. I would prefer you to use it for a ticket. But if you're gonna use it for concessions or everything all at once, yeah. that's fine too. But I want you to use that, you know, basically get something for five bucks for free or five bucks off or whatever, and then spend another $5 elsewhere. It's all the
0: time. And it makes me happy when they're like, well, we'll just get a popcorn and a drink. And then they get that $5 off and they're like, well, let's get a candy too. Like, thank you. Well, it reminds me, it's not
1: all assholes this week. I actually had like the super nicest customer on Saturday night come in. Now, this is of course, this is all before like I said, assholes and fucking freeloaders, but hey, here we are. This dude comes in, he had bought six Do you
0: like Hmm.
1: Bought six tickets for a movie. We don't get into what the movie is because, yeah, it's it is what it is. It's not really important. Comes in, he goes, hey, I bought six tickets, but two people aren't going to be joining us and so, uh, he goes, but I'm just going to go ahead and just eat the money on that because I know you guys need the help. And I go, "Like everybody's like, oh, like caught us off guard. Like Most people would go, I want my money back on these, please. And I said, okay. I said, well, sir, I tell you what, how about I do this for you? And I said, are you planning on getting concessions? He goes, yeah. I said, here's what I'll do. How about I go ahead and refund you, refund you the movie tickets back? And he goes, okay. And I go, and then you can use that money towards your concessions. I said, that way you're not out anything. And actually that would actually help us more because that money goes directly to the, to the theater chain as opposed to the film studio. And he goes, okay. And he goes, well, you know what? how about this? How about I just go ahead and keep the tickets and I still just buy everything from you that I'm going to get. And I go, I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. I'm just trying to help you out because I appreciate you. Yeah. He goes, goes, okay, well, no, I appreciate you trying to save me a little money. He goes, but I want to support you guys. And I'll even support the studios too that are, that are trying to get the movies out. And I said, you know what? I like that idea. Let's do this. Homeboy spent $70 in concessions amongst him and his three other uh, family members now granted granted half of that was a bottle of wine but still Uh, ah yeah so but he got a bottle of wine uh you know for him and his daughter and then like wife got uh a small drink and a pot oh you know they got a large popcorn amongst them and then um his son-in-law got like a hot dog and and a beer and it's like cool like yeah no that's great that worked out for everybody super nice waved at us said goodbye thanks for being open on the way out i told him, let everybody know we're open like it was just just like that's the kind of customer i want yes. that's what i want i don't want the guy that comes in and just just randomly asks if we liked a certain movie and then says oh well i hated it and then doesn't want to continue the conversation from there <laughs> or is expecting us to sit there and like checking yeah. him for it like no that happened too you were there for that <laughs> one uh, yeah. guy walked up to us and he goes as he's, he's getting his concessions and stuff for his movie. Well,
0: no, he'd gotten his concessions. He yeah. walked away. He filled his drink. And then instead of going to his movie, like we had, he'd walked away. We were done. So we went back to whatever conversation we were having. Right. She couldn't tell you what it was now, but he was over getting his drink. We went back to whatever conversation we've been having. And all of a sudden he walks back up. So we're like, oh, hi, You what, know what can we do for you?
1: Yeah. <sighs> and so he goes, he goes, did you guys see Tenet And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "What'd you think of it?" And I said, "Well, I absolutely loved it." You, and I it. said
0: the same thing. Yeah, uh,
1: and he goes, "Really?" Because I hated it. And I go, "Well, I'm sorry to hear that." He
0: just, like stared at us, like he was waiting for us to respond. Like,
1: yeah, and I just like, I'm sorry.
0: Okay. I don't know what else to tell you. What do you want from us? Didn't elaborate nothing. He's like.
1: So when he realized he wasn't getting the reaction that he wanted out of us, he's like, I just, I understood what was going on, but it was just this. And, like, I couldn't understand what his point was supposed to be. And I'm just like, I mean,
0: that's fine, I guess. Like, I don't care. So Do you feel the need to point out that you understood it after saying you don't like it, I I have a feeling you didn't actually understand it. Right.
1: So I'm like, that's cool,
0: I guess. Like, if you didn't like
1: the movie, you didn't like the movie. I can't do anything for you about that because um, i god knows i have voiced my opinions on movies multiple times however i do it as part of an established conversation and not just randomly walk up to somebody and go hey did you like yeah. hey did- i hated it yeah because i didn't like hey did you like avatar movie fucking sucked didn't it <laughs> like-
0: well then that same night um i had already locked the doors and a woman, all of a sudden we hear this knocking and it was a woman that had been in a in a movie that had gone out to smoke and she couldn't get back in.
1: Yeah.
0: And so we go up and we let her in and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I just, I really, I, I had to smoke. I'm sorry, but a lot more like, okay, yeah, whatever. And she's like, do you know how how much longer that movie is, that tenant?" And we're like, it's getting out. Literally out now. Now? Like, we literally just watched two people walk out of the, the theater and she was like, oh, Okay, good, because I just didn't think that movie was ever going to end. It's so awful. It's
1: like, worst thing I've ever seen. And I'm just sitting there going, really? That's the worst thing you've ever seen?
0: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: you must not watch a whole lot.
0: Sh- shut up and go get on. your husband and get out of our building. Yeah, don't right? Go
1: don't annoy him. Tell him how much you hated it. Like.
0: No, I didn't, I didn't have any assholes or any super nice people. I just had annoying people. Yes. It was a weekend of annoying people. It, it was that like well first of all i think it was i think it was sunday um i had a woman walk out of the bathroom and she walked up to me and she goes just so you know all of your stalls are out of toilet paper i was like oh oh, oh my gosh i'm so sorry yeah i'll go i'll go fill it i was like i literally had to run to the office to get a toilet paper key because i don't know where mine is anymore and i'm like hurrying out there over there and i start i like load up i put like three rolls of toilet paper on my arm and i walk out there, and I start looking through stalls, there was one stall that was out of toilet paper. The others, now there was like two others, two or three others that only had, I think it was two others, that only had one toilet paper roll. Mm -hmm. The second one was empty, but I'm like, why would you tell me they're all out of toilet paper? There's only one. Well, no, it was two others, because I I put the two in that one. I put one, I could only fit three rolls on my arm. But I needed four rolls. So I put the two on the, in the one stall that was completely empty. I put another one, another one. I went to get a fourth one. As I'm walking over to the stall, this old lady had walked in and was headed straight for the stall I needed. Now, this wasn't the very first stall. This was like the fifth stall down the line. Yeah. And she just made a beeline for that one. I was like, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I, just give me one second. I got to go. I, you know, I, I need to put toilet paper in that one. So I go and I, I start to open the toilet paper dispenser and she's just standing. Outside the stall, <laughs> and I, I get it open, and I kind of look over, and I see her there. And she goes, "Do I just need to go to another stall?" Yeah, that's kind of. I was what like, "Well, it'll just take me a second to do this." And she literally stood there and waited for me to put the toilet paper in before. Why do you need this particular stall? Like, my, my anxiety borders on OCD. But if someone and I do like one stall, but if it's busy or someone's headed to that one, I will go to another stall. Why do you need this stall? <laughs> the other one I had was, um, last night, actually, this family of three walked in and the husband walks up and he's like, um, I need three tickets for, uh, it's, uh, I don't remember the name. It's something like, and I couldn't understand what he said. He had a slight accent and he had a super thick mask that muffled everything he said. So I, I was struggling to understand him. Yeah. But he didn't know the name of the, the movie. So I was like, okay, well, this is what we have planned right now. And I literally, between what was upcoming and the few movies that had already started, I listed every single movie we were playing. And all of them, he goes, no, 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 it wasn't that. And so he pulls out his phone and he starts scrolling. And I'm like, oh, what? which cuz at that moment in time I was the only one out there. Yeah. But while he was standing there another customer walked up and then someone else, another employee walked out. So he stepped to the side and I'm like, "What movie is this dude looking for?" Like, we, I I literally told him everything. Yeah. So, he ends up walking back over and he's like, I, I, it was it, it started with it, it was at 6:15." And I was like, "Well, at 6:15, we had cuz this was at like 6 it was like 6:30 at this point. I was like, well, at 6.15, we had New Mutants and The War with Grandpa. He goes, no, 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 it started with an H. I was like, well, we, had, we have Hocus Pocus. That was at 6, and then we have another one at 7. He goes, no, it wasn't that, and he starts scrolling through his phone again. I'm like, Hocus Pocus is the only movie we have starting with H, and it neither one of the ones at 6.15 start with H, so he's scrolling on his phone and finally goes, this one, and he turns his phone around and shows me a picture of the poster for unhinged uh that does not start with an h and he goes 615 i said no yeah in my head i'm going first of all that doesn't start with an h second of all i look and i go we have a showing of unhinged at 645 because oh yeah 645 okay yeah it does not start with an h it was not at 615 also you have a kid here that's like 10 yeah why are you taking him to the most violent movie we have
1: yeah
0: so he ends up buying a stick and going in but i was just like dude Bro. don't come in mumbling
1: yeah
0: and then tell me it starts with an h yeah what most definitely does not no. not even close
1: yeah uh anyway well i think that's gonna do it for our annoyances this week you uh ready <laughs> talk a little bit of movie news the airing of the grievances the airing of the grievances it's not festival the festival's time yet Alright, so we don't have a whole lot in the way of movie news, so let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will, uh, we will talk about uh, Space Mountain's apparently getting a movie, because Disney will just milk everything they have dry. I know, look at me, look at me funny. We'll be right back.
2: Hello there. Do you like real-life historical tales? If so, have I got the perfect podcast for you? My name is Alice, and I host the Backtracker History Show. Based in the UK, this self confessed geek takes you for a stroll down memory lane and shares stories and interesting nuggets of information that has been discovered along the way. From tales of tragedy and sadness to epic stories of human courage or creativity, there are many people in history who have made their mark however small. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts and remember to leave a rating or a review if you can. If you want to find out more, you can get in touch with me via Twitter or Facebook using BacktrackerUK with a capital B, capital T and a capital UK. But until then, take care guys and look after each other.
1: Oh, uh, I teased it as we went into the break uh, Disney is working on a live action movie based on the classic thrill ride from their Disney parks Space Mountain uh, <laughs> it's part of the studio's latest effort to expand its universe of films about its venerable theme park rides uh, the studio has tapped Joby Harold whose credits include King Arthur Legend of the Sword and Zack Snyder's upcoming Army of the Dead to write the script and produce with spouse Tori Tunnel and their Safe House Pictures banner. Uh, Ride Back, headed by Dan Lynn and Jonathan Rich, or Irich, is also producing. Uh, Joby Harold's also working on uh, writing and executive producing the Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. um, and actually also was an executive producer on John Wick Chapter 3. So... For those of you guys that have never been to a Disney park, Space Mountain, an indoor roller coaster set in outer space, was unveiled at Florida's Walt Disney World Resort in 1975 as a follow-up to the Matterhorn Bobsled Ride at Disneyland. The ride was an immediate success and followed by installations at Disneyland in 77 and three other Disney theme parks. Disney confirmed the project on Friday, six weeks after announcing a new Haunted Mansion live-action movie based on its 51-year-old Disneyland theme park ride. Uh, Hasn't
0: there any a hunk? Haunted mansion movie? there was
1: in 2003 with eddie murphy and uh, the article does mm-hmm. go on to say that oh, okay. um, and this is not the, the i just want to make sure i wasn't going crazy well the, so so this is well so this version of haunted mansion was originally uh supposed to have some work done on it either directing writing both just producing from mm-hmm. guillermo del toro <gasps> Ooh he's not involved anymore i don't think but i'm still sitting here going i would watch that in a heartbeat because i love the Haunted mansion
0: i will watch anything gear model does. right
1: right uh so yeah so space mountain the rye or the movie uh this will be like the umpteenth one because we've already had from other theme park attractions pirates of the caribbean obviously the best Mm -hmm. known one haunted mansion uh the country bears tomorrowland uh, and I feel like there's been a couple others uh, from those. Probably. Oh, Jungle Cruise is the next one coming up. Oh, yeah. So, um, which looks like they've made an entertaining movie with that. Space Mountain. I'm sure that there's something that you can do with that. I just don't know what.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but that does bring me to my next thing about Disney, though. Apparently, they've done some restructuring, and now they're trying to centralize some of their production focus into Disney Plus content and trying to get more I guess triple A titles onto the, the streaming service. Um, are you okay? What is your cat doing?
0: I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. She's on my nightstand, but that's where my hot chocolate mug is. I'm trying to keep her from sticking her face in it.
1: Yeah well animals want to get crumped too so anyway Um, yeah so they're they've restructured the Mm -hmm. the disney production side so that way they can start focusing a lot of their strengths into doing more disney plus content so i'm kind of wondering what that's going to be about or what that's going to look like i don't know i'm not the biggest fan of movies being based on on theme park rides but pirates of the caribbean did well if you have the right combination of people i think jungle cruise will be one of those that also works well otherwise i feel like we're going to well, Space Mountain, I feel like we're probably going to get another Tomorrowland, honestly, which... Probably. Yeah, which wasn't terrible, just wasn't memorable. I don't think you watched it. Do what? I
0: don't think you ever watched it.
1: Yeah, it was okay. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I couldn't tell you half of what it was about, so... Um, and it definitely didn't spark any memories of the actual, you know, theme park area, so where Space Mountain's located at.
0: Yeah, how are you going to make a movie about an entire area of a theme park it's one thing to do it based on a ride but an yeah. entire area
1: yeah you'll have to watch the movie one of these days and let me know what you think so because i think it is on disney plus now so anyway
0: you say as if i've spent enough time in a disney park to really know anything
1: that's fair that is fair
0: Stay off my night <laughs> stand
1: trish is trying to get her kitty to the control so um all right so yeah so moving on from that i sent you a story last week after we'd already recorded our show mm-hmm. or earlier this week uh there's a film that's coming out starring george mckay who was in 1917 and then lily rose depp who is the daughter of johnny depp uh mm-hmm. the movie is titled wolf uh it's a smaller film it's getting picked up by uh i want to say focus features is doing it it's a british film um yeah, it's set in a home of young people where the residents believe they are really animals rather than human beings. Uh, the allegorical movie about identity follows a character who thinks he is a wolf and despite the often humiliating treatment meted out to him by a doctor cannot escape his own personal truth. Um, that's a much more simplified version of it. The, what we are reading is it's about people with uh, animal dysphoria, mm-hmm. which is actually a real thing, yes. kind of like body, uh, is it body dysmorphia or dysphoria for that too.
0: Uh, you're, I think you're thinking of gender dysphoria oh, okay. versus body mis- dysmorphia.
1: Okay, sorry, I, I I'm not super knowledgeable about those. <laughs> things. I try to learn, but I, I don't want to don't want to miscategorize anything. Um, but apparently, uh, animal dysphoria is is a very real thing, and so yes. this movie is a take on that. And so it sounds like they're going to kind of utilize that as a sort of um, a sort of allegory to gender dysphoria. Um, and I'm kind of curious to see what that's going to play out as. I, You and I read the synopsis and found it to be kind of an interesting uh, piece
2: mm-hmm.
1: that could be coming soon. What were your thoughts on it exactly?
0: I worry about the impact of it because I feel like it could cause, I mean like, like we said, this is a real thing that maybe not a lot of people, but people do go, go through. Mm-hmm. And I worry that bringing attention to it like this in this way is going to make it a joke to people. Sure. Which is going to make it even harder for anybody who, who, who experiences it to come forward and talk to anybody about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I... Suffer more. I would worry about that if Focus Features hadn't picked it up because they do a lot more of the arthouse serious types of films. Um... And the Brits, they they tend to do do more dramatic things with that sort of thing. There, it's not like it's not like here stateside where we we did a whole movie, you know, the Ringer about people with you know mental handicaps, you know, at the Special Olympics. The Movie's funny and it doesn't really laugh at people with those di- uh, those uh, handicaps, but you could see how other people would turn it mm-hmm. that way. So I get where the you're coming
0: from. At. Split causes cause a lot of <laughs> split opinions. Yes about um how about portraying someone with uh multiple personality disorder as a villain in a way yeah i think it's more complicated than that but
1: i don't disagree so uh but yeah that's one i'll be curious to see when it comes out i'm sure that uh, that focus and universal will try and push it into uh into oscar's contention whenever they do release it so because um, it sounds like it could be oscar bait as well so we'll see what happens but yeah i no i i get that concern though like i i don't disagree that that could could marginalize people even more that do that do have to deal with with uh that disorder i'm calling it a disorder and i don't know even know if that's the right word and I, again
0: I, I don't know enough about it yeah to be able to categorize it but i feel like that's a pretty safe term to use
1: yeah and, and if it's not I apologize in advance like I said mm-hmm. I'm not trying to upset or offend anybody um,
0: I, I really don't know much about it other than the fact that I, I knew it existed yeah
1: I had no idea it existed but I can't say I'm shocked after reading it so um, alright so let's move over to something a little more franchisey. y uh, you and I immensely enjoyed Mad Max Fury Road yes okay uh, of course I've enjoyed all the Mad Max movies I don't know that you've seen any of the others but that's okay um you're sitting there looking at me like nope thanks for calling me out asshole um need to at least watch the road warrior like it's that's the best one and it's actually honestly the closest one no <laughs> what i intend to watch them at some point i know you do at some point just like you're gonna watch screen Four at some point probably now sooner know, now that you know it's on on hulu anyway That's true uh, so, something that had been uh, been thrown around since Fury Road came out, obviously there's talk of another one or two Mad Max movies featuring Tom Hardy. Apparently Warner Brothers and George Miller, who's directed all of the, the Mad Max movies, is moving forward with a prequel to Fury Road about Imperator Furiosa, titled Furiosa. Um, we finally got casting news this week. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it at you and you tell me yay or nay or if somebody in this group might be a franchise killer. So, here you go. We have Anya Taylor-Joy, who you will remember from mm-hmm. Split and Glass. Uh, you have Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, who was in uh, the recent Watchmen series on HBO as well as uh, Black Manta in Aquaman.
0: It's been too long since I've watched Man. I don't remember
1: him, but okay. He, he was kind of a smaller character, the dude with the big, the big black like helmet on. If you remember any of that, so okay. Well, anyway, and then finally, Chris Hemsworth is joining the cast. Okay. Now we know he can do action. Yeah. Yeah. But we had this discussion a few weeks ago about his track record of going into other franchises. And just seeing what happens, and so sure. far it ain't been good. I'm really hoping <laughs> that that for his sake and ours that this will actually. Uh, now I will say, with George Miller being involved and in, in directing it, writing it, I do think it's going to be fine.
0: Yeah, like, I, tr- I trust George Miller.
1: Yeah, I I don't I don't think poor Chris Emsworth has gotten himself into a situation where he's he's going to to fall flat on his face like no. I'm in a Black International or. Foe busters or any of that, um, but yeah. So that's that's the casting so far. And though we know nothing about the movie, I'm sure Anya Taylor Joy is playing the young, Furiosa character. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see. I don't typically get like hyped up for prequels unless it's like something I just really, really wanted to see. Like I didn't need a Furiosa prequel because um, I feel like we got enough backstory about her in Fury Road that we're like, okay, yeah, she had to grow up in the Morton Joe's, you know, bullshit fascist, you know, fuck boy fantasy and she's coming out of it like this badass, so with yeah. one arm. So I guess we're gonna find out how she loses that arm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like so with George Miller being involved doing it, you know, and, and being the one who said, I have this idea for for a prequel, let's do it, and then we'll get back to Mad Max as well. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I say let's do it. But yep. um honestly those three that's a strong trio um like i said i i've seen even though you can't remember him from aquaman uh i definitely oh. watched him on on the watchman uh limited series on hbo and he was excellent in it whenever you get the chance watch that as well i know i know so anyway uh but yeah we'll be curious to see how that one plays out as well um Here's some good news. So the Mandalorian season two is about to start here in a couple of weeks. You excited? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh I'm yeah. Excited.
1: I know you are, but I'm excited. I know you got your child kept ready to go. It's true. Yep. So we've got, we've got our little plush, uh, child, baby Yoda, whatever you want to call him sitting on the mantle. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're ready. But, uh, Jon Favreau has said that the Mandalorian season three is on schedule to film this year. So they will probably start production here by the yeah before the beginning of the before the end of the year. Interesting. So, which is good. That means yeah. that means that we're going to probably be on track to get season three around this time next year. So we won't be without Mando or Baby Yoda, and life will be good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's what Favreau said. He um, goes, "We're operating under the assumption that we'll be able to go forward. Uh, we're in very small situations." And oftentimes we have a lot of characters in masks, and we also have a lot of digital work that augments things. So we're a show that's probably well equipped, well equipped to be flexible based on the protocols that are emerging surrounding work restarting.
0: That's that's fair. I thought of that immediately. Yeah, it's like well, a lot yeah. of them uh, do. Soldiers, they like, either have masks, or you know, their entire face is digitally altered anyway.
1: Right. So, or they're behind some kind of makeup, or they're yeah. they're going to be distant enough from each other while they're filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so uh so that's that's good news and like i said he's he's right it's probably a show that's that's more equipped to do it than than a lot of others where like just a plain old medical or police drama on on one of the the cable networks where you have to see their faces
0: (laughs) did you see the video of the soap opera that they had a, a character making out with a mannequin
1: why the fuck did you throw me off in the middle of the show like that trisha now you have to explain, and then you have to share the clip on the Twitter feed.
0: It was it was on the Daily Show last night. Um, but but no, they can't they can't have any sort of you know physical interaction on the shows right now because of social distancing and whatnot. And instead of just you know not writing any sex scenes right now, they they have dude is just making out with a mannequin. It's shot from the back, so you supposedly you know I think their intention was that you would think that she's there, but it's it's definitely a mannequin.
1: Why? 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 All right.
0: If I, have, I can find the clip, I'll send it to you.
1: Yeah, you post it on the Twitter feed because I, I can't. <laughs> I, I literally can't. Like I don't I don't even know how to respond to that. Like <laughs> like it's one thing for, for freaking you know, American sniper. What's his name in that movie? Bradley Cooper be holding a fucking prop baby and hold, hopefully expect us not to notice, but it's another to be making out with a mannequin? For real? Like, yes. Uh, no, no, no. We are going to set off a whole world of weird, twisted kinks and fetish. Not kink-shaming anybody out there, and I apologize if you feel that way.
0: But why? You say that there's not already people that have entire relationships with sex dolls? I mean,
1: that's fair, but still, like...
0: You're not setting off anything new. Uh, it already exists.
1: Oh, my God. Well, I mean, at least they haven't delved into furries on there just to get ratings, so. Anyway, all right. But there was one other piece of of information in here that I wanted to share as well. Apparently, there are rumors swirling that Disney wants to do a Mandalorian movie. Of course they do. Of course they do. It's Disney. Why wouldn't you? It's
0: popular. They want to make money off of it.
1: Yes, and don't get me wrong. I am all about watching Star Wars on the big screen. Like, if you told me we were going to go and watch this entire like the entire two seasons now of, of Mando up on, up on our big screen at work, I say, yeah, let's, let's do it. Why are we, why are we still doing this show? Shut the fuck up. So let's see you next week. We'll go watch it now. Idea. Anyway. Uh, but no, so they want to do a movie or there's rumors of a movie. And so John Favreau noted that he is not in a hurry to make one. He said, we're definitely open to it and excited to see where the story leads us and have that flexibility because there's no rule book now. Technology is always offering new opportunities to tell stories in a fresh way. It's a very exciting time to be doing this, and I feel very grateful that we're able to be able to work remotely because of the nature of the the move or the technology that we're dealing with. So we're continuing to try to move forward and keep the ball rolling, even though it's been a challenging time to everyone. So so immediately diverted the, the his answer from yeah we we we're open to it
0: but hey I'm open to it but I don't I don't want to do it right now
1: I don't want to do it right now I want to do be the better. show so and that's okay I feel like. Honestly, I think that might be the future of Star Wars right now anyway, mm-hmm. at least for the foreseeable future. I know that they're talking about doing one or two other trilogies or standalone movies, whatever they're wanting to do. And again, I'm not opposed to that either. I, I love watching Star Wars on the big screen. Even when the movie is not that great, it's still an experience to watch it on the big screen. Uh, but yeah, so so to do... But but to to tell it in a long form where you have essentially four hours to tell a story as opposed to trying to cram everything to two and a two and a half hours mm-hmm. you know i feel like that's going to be a little more beneficial for this show and it it, it worked last season why yeah. why would you not want to continue that trend so uh, so we'll just kind of wait and see uh you know if a mando movie comes out or if they shoot one on the sly and don't tell anybody i wouldn't be shocked by that either honestly i'd be okay with it like just, just <laughs> a trailer in the middle of nowhere and like holy fuck we're getting a mandalorian movie like, I'd be okay with that, so. Um, but yeah, that's kind of kind of where we're at, so. Did you do your homework and read chapter five of Dune?
0: No. I got called into to work an extra day this week, and then I had stuff to do around the house, so. All right,
1: we, that's fine. We're going to do two, two chapters then next week, so, right. okay, so that way we can get caught up. So sorry, guys, if you were looking forward to us ramble about whatever's happening in chapter five. There'll be it, and I like rushed to get it read before I came in here. Shame on you. Anyway, all right. Well, we will talk about something else though. So, you and I have been kind of watching some of the older movies that we're getting um, there at the theater, the Retro Tiles, because really, honestly, that's all we're getting other than like the newer, smaller films, which. Um,
0: Not all of which we care about.
1: Right. I do want to watch The Kid Detective that we're getting this weekend, and I'll. I'll check it out. Or if you want to come and watch it with me, we'll figure it out and go from there. Um, it had an interesting enough premise with Adam Brody in it. And I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. I liked him in Ready or Not. And uh, uh, the premise itself of a guy who was a child detective now having to solve a murder for a teenager uh, really intrigued me. And the reviews have actually been fairly good for it. So at least what I saw early on. So, um, but So instead, we're watching older films and talking about those. So the first week we did this, it was the original Fast and the Furious. Last week we did Don't Breathe. This week we decided to go with a tearjerker because, you know, we all need a good cry. We watched Disney-Pixar's Coco. Can you just look at me like, really? So, uh, first off, I absolutely adore this movie.
2: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And I know you do too. Mm-hmm. Um it is so good, and so I'm trying to think of the word like imaginative in the way that it explores the mm-hmm. the afterlife, uh, and I'm so something I hope that we get to see in Seoul whenever that hits Disney Plus. Um, but the the story that it tells about you know these themes of remembrance of those in the you know after they they pass on. Uh, Uh, for us obviously it it, and i think for for most anybody out there it will hit close to home um i know for sure when we first watched it three years ago it definitely did because it was literally just a few weeks after uh my best friend and his wife passed away Mm -hmm. uh, and who you were also close with um and like straight up had us sobbing in the theater yep um and so I've watched it since then, like at home, and it's, it's been good. It hasn't been as good as it was that first time in the theaters, but it has been good, and it's still emotional. And I still get misty-eyed watching it. Um, however, you, on the other hand, hadn't watched it. Uh, I
0: hadn't been able to bring myself to watch it since really. Mom died, which we're coming up on two years in December. Yeah. So I knew it was going to be rough. That's why I brought my Kleenex box. Yeah, your
1: Toy Story Kleenex box.
0: Uh, <laughs> the toy Story ones were cheaper
1: I'm, I'm not mad at you i just wanted to point it out uh so so obviously you you went through the emotions again because you you started sobbing on me um yep Towards the end of the movie which is yep. about the best place that you can start crying during that um and i can't blame you i'm not i'm not not at all mocking you or any of that I, and i know you know that um like even when I looked over at you and you're just like, I'm fine. (laughs) I know you're not, but it's okay. Like, I'm not checking on you. Like I know you're okay. I just know you're not okay. Um, yeah, it's, uh, and and I wanted to talk about that for a little bit because like I said, it is an emotionally impactful movie and it is a, a good reminder to everybody that sees it, you know, not to forget those that have, that have gone on from this world. Um, but it's also a genuinely like funny and very heartwarming film and it doesn't just you know set out to make you cry. It, it very much tells the story of a boy who, who wants to go against his family's wishes and pursue his dreams, which I feel like a lot of us can relate to at times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and not do what others are telling us to do. Uh, and so, you know, and it's also about the importance of you know, being united as a family and staying together no matter no matter the issue, uh, which this year uh, being an election year, I feel like is incredibly important these days. Um, you know, I don't get along with some of my friends or family about uh, about certain political ideologies, but it doesn't mean I can't be uncivilized towards them. Yeah. You know, and I and I don't want to be a complete dick. I you know I'll say my piece. You know and yeah so anyway it was just one of those constant reminders as we're watching this like hey don't don't forget those that do love and care about you regardless how you how you see on things with them in this case it's about music or no music so which even the first time we watched it i had to i have to admit i can't picture a mexican family ever just being absolutely against music at all at any point in time like i just can't and i know i know that's kind of the idea is that this lone family is supposed to be the one outlier i just yeah. cannot realistically visualize it
0: I, I still love that moment when the two mariachi dudes are just happy walking past yeah and uh his, his grandma just comes running out with her with La Chancla (laughs) and just start screaming at them and they start just scurrying down the street
1: right uh never never mess with abuelitas like they just it's it's gonna end bad for you like you're going to get beat with the chancla so um yeah but no I I adored this movie again um and it was really cool getting to see it on the big screen again and seeing seeing all the layers that they put in just to, to make the, the, the land of the dead with all of its, you know, bright pastel lights all over the place with still that, almost that eerie fog that kind of lays over everything like you would see in something mm-hmm. about the afterlife. Um,
0: the Bridge of Marigolds.
1: Yes, the Bridge of Marigolds, which I much prefer to the Rainbow Bridge that, that you hear about with a lot of Americans and their dogs. My mother is one of those, and that's fine, and I'm totally okay with it. I just prefer the bridge of marigolds. It seems softer. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was one thing you pointed out to me, was the uh, their ofrenda uh, having just a marigold after marigold all over the place. I,
0: I get that there's a lot of marigolds on ofrendas, but their ofrenda had so many marigolds.
1: All the marigolds.
0: All the marigolds. Whatever
1: wasn't used to make the bridge was being used on on the Rivera family of Fernanda. So, anyway. I can say
0: I'm an expert on what Mexican ofrendas look like, but I feel like the ones I've seen don't have that many marigolds.
1: Right. Um, so I feel like I've talked enough about it. I want to hear your thoughts and just, just, you can just go on your little tangent and just ramble, because that's what I do. But proceed. I don't...
0: I, I've always... It's funny because I'm I'm the white person here. <laughs> yes. But I've always loved Day of the Dead. Like I, I took 4 years of Spanish in school. And of course, it when you when you take Spanish in, in you know, public school, they don't just teach you the language, they teach you about the culture and the countries that speak it, and etc. And so we'd always have like you know, your elementary school classroom parties for holidays to try to celebrate Kind of learn firsthand how they celebrate holidays, so we would always have our Día de los Muertos parties,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it was always one of those holidays that I enjoyed, and yeah. not just for you know it's it's not just like an aesthetic thing. It's not just oh sugar skulls are so cool, like some people are, some basic white girls are, mm. but
1: not just <laughs> basic white girl, no. <laughs>
0: i do love sugar skulls but that's because i love the meaning behind it <laughs> but like i've i've always loved that idea of honoring the, your loved ones because it's and it's it's not just about family like coco is is very heavily about family mm-hmm. but i know that people make alter and they t- they touch on it a little bit in coco like um uh, when, when Hector tries to get past by dressing up as Frida Kahlo, yes. he's like, "Oh, don't even look! Let's, there's just so many to me." And it's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, like you can make an ofrenda for, you know, a celebrity that's passed that, that you want to honor. It's it's literally anyone who has passed that you want to honor that year. It can be a family member, it can be a friend, it can be a celebrity you've never met in your life. Like just that connection to loved ones you've lost. Yeah, I've always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So you know." And of course it makes me cry because i've lost enough people in my life that meant something to me right and when they start talking about remembering especially since the whole theme of it is you know being remembered and you know those being remembered by those who are still alive once you're gone it's just it always hits home for me always makes me cry yeah yeah
1: uh yeah because the the movie touches on the idea that that a person an individual can die twice or does die yeah. twice at some point, and it's because the first off they they shuffle off this yeah. mortal coil, which is the one we all know. Yeah. But the second death is the one that's far more uh, heartbreaking and serious, and that's the the death of being forgotten. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when there's no one left on earth that still remembers you.
1: Right. You know. Um, and it does happen. We see it play out with uh, uh, I think the character is Chicharon um who's voiced right. by edward james almost uh which honestly that might be my favorite scene in the movie because um, it, it it goes from being funny to heartbreaking just in a matter of seconds but it gives us that little song of um
0: uh that's not how the words go yeah yeah Nothing i can't remember
1: what the name of the song is i could probably sing it if i just went off the top of my head uh or Juanita. um yeah, how <laughs> they sub, sub out her knuckles dragging on the floor instead of her chichis. <laughs> Uh But it's, it, like, that scene, like, it makes me laugh, but then it, I, I get immediately misty-eyed because I'm like, you know, I don't want that. Because Chicharron, the character, when he passed, was obviously an older man mm-hmm. um, and very ornery and likes to remember the good old days and all that. And it just, it makes me think of, like, my granddad, who is still with us, thank God, yeah. uh. But, you know, I I, and I know we won't forget him in my lifetime, but I shudder at the thought that that's on down the road that somebody will. And so uh, you already do an ofrenda. Uh, I'm actually looking at doing one this year uh, for the first time, which would consist of family members I've lost over the years. But now that you mentioned the celebrities, I have to ask, who would you put on your celebrity ofrenda? I don't know. I know it's a good question, isn't it? I have two out the gate.
0: I'm sure that there's some, but I'm just stop blanking at the moment.
1: Okay. Here are the two I would actually guess for you, if you're ready.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anton Yelkin. Yes. Paul Walker. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Those are the first two I would guess for you. My two are fairly easy. I'm sure you could probably guess them, because one was just last week.
0: I was going to say, hmm, I okay. wonder.
1: Eddie Van Halen's the one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's the most recent. The second though is going to have to be Roger Moore, who, like I said, you know, I, you know how much I love the Bond movies, and mm-hmm. like I will tell you, Connery's the best. Brosnan's my favorite. I still have a soft spot for Moore, and like when he passed, I felt like part of my childhood that died that day. Yeah, you can imagine mm-hmm. how I'm gonna feel when Connery goes. Chester Bennington. Oh, that's a good one. That is a damn good one. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, trying to think of somebody else that would go on to mine. Let's we'll stick with music. I'll go Scott Weiland. So, the best TP fame. Solid one. So, yeah. It's always kind of what, you, you have to sit there and think about these things, don't you? Like, you're just like, yeah. who would go on mine?
0: What, what celebrity, first of all, I have to remember the celebrities that have passed that I care about, and then right. them. How many of them are important enough?
1: Yeah. Uh I can also tell you Tom Hanks will definitely head. be on mine uh whenever that time comes. Hopefully not for another hundred years. So right. of so. us all. Oh, you know Betty White's gonna be on some. Oh yeah. Betty White will be on some. So I'd say Queen Elizabeth, but that bitch ain't dying anytime soon anyway. So But <laughs> so, yeah, no, I like yeah, since you mentioned the celebrities, I'm like, who else would go on mine? Like, it's a solid question. It's something I'm going to have to think about as we go forward. But, um, but yeah, honestly, like, after rewatching it again the other night, I think Coco actually might be my new favorite Pixar movie. Um, and certainly one of their best. Like, if you ask, like, it, if you can just guess, you don't even have to put an order to it, your top five Pixar movies, just off the top of your head. Brave. I know I put you on the spot, and I, it's an impromptu top five. Yeah, brave, brave, brave. It's a solid one.
0: That's, that's my number one.
1: That's your number one. Okay.
0: Coco, obviously. Yep. I gotta remember what's Pixar and what's not.
1: If you if you yell it at me, I'll tell you. You got the Toy Story movies, obviously. Yeah. I got
0: a uh, Toy Story one for sure.
1: Okay. Uh, you got A Bug's Life, Monsters, Inc., Monsters University, The Incredibles movies, uh, Ratatouille, Wally.
0: Probably A Bug's Life. Okay. Crap, I had, the other, I had number five in mind and now it's just gone.
1: Incredibles. <laughs> Incredibles. Not too much different from mine. Mine is definitely just top five off the top of my head. Coco, Wally. e uh, I'm actually going to go with Ratatouille, Toy Story 3 specifically, uh, and The Incredibles. What was that four? Wally, Ratatouille, Coco, Toy Story 3, Incredibles. Yeah, that's five. So yeah, that's mine. No particular order. So, um, yeah, no. After rewatching, I was like, yeah, that's definitely one of the one of the best Pixar movies. Brave is a good another good one too, and I would definitely like if it weren't for Toy Story 3 or or some of the others, it probably would have made yeah. them too. But yeah, uh, like I said, uh, oh I, brave.
0: Brave, is, brave is one of my favorites. Yeah. I, brave is one of my favorite Disney movies in general. So right,
1: yeah. I forgot about Onward though, which came out this year. That's how long it's been. oh yeah. But Onward was another
0: one that made me cry.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, imagine how I felt when it's about two brothers, like you know,
0: and about losing a parent. Yes.
1: So I mean, I get it, but yeah. God, that's a good one too. I'll watch that one again. That might push something else out. I don't know. We'll see. Might move yeah, the spot or Ratatouille. Yeah, um, yeah. I much prefer the original Pixar movies. Like, not not saying the original isn't like Toy Story, but Bug's Life. But the ones that don't have like a sequel to it, or it's not a sequel mm-hmm. to anything else. So, but yeah, no. Coco, though, on the big screen. If it's playing near you, you want to see it again on the big screen. I highly recommend it definitely go check it out again so uh Tricia anything else you want to add to that nope okay all right well this week I feel like I need to close out normally I try to close these shows out with something a little more upbeat and fun but I'm not having fun this week um, I actually saw something this week that really pissed me off and again it's an election year, and I'm not trying to tell people how to vote um uh, but this this set me off to no end Again, if you listen to the show, you know we're we're liberal we don't we don't advertise it very much, but you can probably gather it from context clues. That being said, I try to always vote for the right person for the job um, and not and i the other thing too is that I am very much for term limits um, and here's the reason I bring all that up and this week, I watched. A little bit of the debate, not the Trump Biden debate or even the Pence Harris debate, which we could go all in on that another time. I really don't want to, but this is just, like I said, something that pissed me off so much. This was the Kentucky Senate debate between Mitch McConnell, who is the current Senate Majority Leader, leader who is up for reelection in the state of Kentucky, uh, against Amy McGrath. Now, I have my own issues with Amy McGrath. Trisha, you already know that. Um, but here's what set me off. The question of, of the pandemic comes up, and how to handle that and all that. Amy McGrath is talking about 215,000 people are dead because of this pandemic, this administration's response, all that. Um, and she is talking about it, and she is dead serious. And what pissed me off is that Mitch McConnell is sitting there chuckling, like laughing as only Mitch McConnell can, uh, sounding like just a third-rate version of Emperor Palpatine about people dying. And that's what pissed me off. And so that's why I need to tell you guys, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, regardless of you know, liberal, conservative, whatever, whatever your views are on, on anything. You should also take into consideration the content of a person's character when you're getting ready to vote for them. Otherwise you get people who laugh at people that are dying or are dead or call soldiers losers or any number of things that have happened in the past four years. And it's gone back further than that. And I'm sure that you could probably find other people on the other side of the aisle that say that do some pretty heinous shit or say some pretty stupid things about about others. But it's something I think that you you really should look at. Um, and the reason I'm going after McConnell is not just because of his position in in the GOP or in the Senate or any of that. He's making he's laughing, like I said, at people who are dying and has had multiple bills sitting on his desk this entire time that would actually help the american people including us with our yep. jobs yep and he won't pass any of them and so that's why i'm again i'm going after him there are a number of other people i could go after for this shit you know we can bitch about nancy pelosi all day and i i'd probably be right there with you but at the end of the day pelosi got got a bill passed in the house and it's been sitting on his desk and the only reason that that mitch might be putting forward a vote on any kind of stimulus package or any of that any kind of relief bill for the american people is because he got called out on it during a debate by his opponent and twitter and the internet went off as they should that's why we need term limits That's why you need to contact your elective representatives now and let them know that they need to actually get their shit together and work for the American people. That's why it's important that you, listener, again, I I hate taking away from our show to talk about something so serious, but it's that time of year. it's It's that time. We have to do it. We're all in this shit show together. Get out and vote. Make sure you're registered to vote. Make sure all of that. That's what this whole thing is going to be about. Go vote. Go vote early. Go mail in a ballot. Do all of that. Whatever you've got to do to make your voice heard. Let people like Mitch McConnell know that the bullshit won't stand. Get out there and vote. Let your voice be heard. They, The elected representatives, they work for us, and they need to know it. And this is their time. This is this is their as as you would call it in the workplace. This is their and your their review. Let them know that you either agree or disagree. But like I said, when you go to vote, make sure you're looking at the content of the character of the people that you're electing. Because I don't think American could take another Mitch McConnell for another six years or however much longer. Again, we can get on the presidential bullshit later. I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on on the people that actually go and pass laws that affect you and me. And again, I'm sorry that I didn't want to end the show like that, but I am so goddamn mad when I heard that and saw that this week that I couldn't hold my tongue any longer. Trisha, did you have anything you wanted to add? Nope. You're sitting there going, show just got canceled. Fantastic. (laughs) So... That being said, make sure you guys get out and vote. Now, I know I just lost us a bunch of listeners, and I'm okay with that too, but uh, I'm going to speak my truth. So all that being said, if you're still with us and you still want to listen to us, it's not going to be like that every week, and I I certainly don't want to do anything more as far as going towards this election. It's just something I needed to say this time. So from here on out, we're going to try and keep the show light and fun and talk about entertaining shit and not not focus on what's going on in the the real world but like i said that shit's affecting us every single day it's affecting us personally with our jobs and so we we need to take a stand and that's why i encourage it so if you're still with us and you still want to hang out follow us listen to us all that follow hit the subscribe button first off follow us on twitter at drunk underscore theater Make sure you hit us, hit us up with an email, uh, mydrunkmovietheater at gmail.com. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple or podchaser.com slash MDMT. Let us know how we're doing. Or if you want to just go ahead and, and tank our ratings because you didn't agree with anything I said, that's fine too. Um, let us know. Again, make your voice heard. Uh, but kind of hang out with us, talk to us, let us know how we're doing. If there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Trisha, did you have anything else you wanted to
0: add to our, to our listeners? You asked me that once and I said no. Uh,
1: I know, but I wanted to make sure there wasn't anything you wanted to add to that section. <laughs> no. the
0: political section.
1: Okay, well, for all of us from here at my Drunk Movie Theater, I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And be nice to your damn movie staff. And go vote!